Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it. Every I get fucking episode. I almost Every goddamn I time. We got. <laughs> <laughs> going on everybody thank you for tuning in to gizmo's corner yet again who's ready for some food after midnight i am i'm always ready for food <laughs> all right if you heard that voice then it is the one and only jeremy <laughs> <laughs> what's going on buddy not too much not too much how about you my man Oh, hanging in there, man. You know, I, I've lost count of what week it is during quarantine, but, you know, I, <laughs> I'm hanging in there. Everything's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sound like you're fine. <laughs> Dude, everything's fine. Nothing's wrong over here. I'm not going to do what I said I would do at the beginning of this, which is like, freak the fuck out. I'm just, I'm just being calm and cool, man. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. You just keep telling yourself that. If you say it enough, it becomes true. It's That's true. why every day I wake up, I say I am beautiful. And it, it, it works every day. Jeremy, as long as I've known you, I've only known you to be beautiful. I know. That's because every day I say, I am beautiful. And, and that's that's the image I project onto the world. All right. I, I, man, I am not crazy. No, no. You're definitely not. Look, it's a stressful time, Rob. Everyone's going to have a hard time. And I just want all your viewers to know they're not alone. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, them, them be some fighting words. I'm gonna drive out to PA. I'm coming to see you, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, we can like oh, hang out. I have some like uh I'll get some Oreos. We can eat some Oreos, watch watch some spooky movies, cuddle. Jeremy, you had me yeah. Oreos. <laughs> that's usually how uh people get me too they're just like hey oreos fuck yeah oh i have to take in the ass by a demon sure whatever i can i eat the oreos while that's happening <laughs> okay i'm in you got me <laughs> well let's uh <laughs> let's talk about what we're gonna talk about man uh anyone tuning in if you're someone who's been listening for a while you will know jeremy he's part of the podcast mission spooky podcast about the paranormal and other uh, crazy events that go on. And yeah, we're here today. We're going to talk about zombies, mainly zombies in film. We're going to talk about some of our favorites, uh, maybe a couple silly ones here and there. And, you know, whatever else comes up, all this, that and the other. And uh, Jeremy, you ready to get get this started? Yeah. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> oh, you betcha. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 twisting my nipples as we speak. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright man I'm gonna <laughs> you fucking threw me off with that one uh, it works every time <laughs> uh, you and your nipples alright here we go <laughs> 
let's let's make some rules, Rob. I know this is your show, but I feel like there should be some rules. What is a zombie? Describe oh. a zombie. All right. Simple, uh, simple definition of a zombie. Short and sweet. It is a living person. I'm not going to say creature because zombies in my world of zombies are only bipeds or mammals or mainly just humans. So a zombie is a human who has died and has been brought back to life in the form of a flesh-eating monster. Sounds good to me. And the only way to stop a zombie, Jeremy, is to shoot them in the head or pierce the skull, destroying the brain, and then lighting the body on fire. Or there is another way. Oh, what is it? Uh, Glue traps. Glue traps, you say? Yeah, yeah, they stop the zombie. It doesn't kill them, but it does stop them. So it's kind of like one of those like Roach Motel things, is yep. what you're saying. Yep, just a giant one of those. That's very inhumane. I don't think we should treat the zombies like that, Jeremy. And you're one of these fucking zombie lover hippies? Yeah. Cool, what? good for you. It's good to have morals and standings. <laughs> <laughs> to, to quote Katy Perry, one of my famous... One of my my heroes, all time favorite heroes. Um, you know, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Wow! And you stand for something that zombies deserve rights. I'm gonna start listening to Katy Perry. She's a poet. She sure is. She oh. definitely made that saying up herself. Didn't didn't take it from anyone else. Yeah, I don't. It was think not she said would. before her. Yeah, no, not at all. She's a <laughs> firework. She sure is. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah here, on here, that I've, note <laughs> i've got a question for you my friend okay so we've seen multiple different grades of zombies throughout years and years and years of film you know we have the zombies that are decaying they walk really slow we have the zombies that for whatever reason run really fast we have not so much zombies but people infected that are crazy but they still fall in the zombie category uh we have um some people even consider vampires to be zombies i don't i don't i don't um well they're stupid yeah i don't fall in that category either yeah they're completely different uh types of types of creatures i i agree with you yeah so anyone that says oh vampires and zombies are basically the same thing uh fuck yourself strong words but i take a strong stance on that all right. Yeah. No, no. You know what? I stand by you with that one. Good. I don't think uh, I don't agree that vampires do fall in the zombie category. They are the living dead, but they are not the uh, they're not the zombies that we're going to be talking about. For sure. I don't know, man. Before we get into, into this, into our movies here, is there anything else you want to any knowledge you want to drop down before we get going? No, not really. I think most of what I, I'm going to say is going to come out during the movies. Like, All right. I, I just, yeah, let's let's just jump on into this, buddy. Oh, the classic line from every podcaster. Let's just yep. jump right into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm going to I'm going to start us off. I'm going to throw you one of my first uh, movies that I've always enjoyed throughout my entire life here. I'm going to say Dawn of the Dead. Uh, George A. Romero's classic. It was the sequel or loose base sequel to Night of the Living Dead. It's not technically a sequel but we all look at that series as you know one trilogy together yeah i don't know man i saw this movie when i was really young i was sleeping at my friend's house and i saw this movie at like two o'clock in the morning and for whatever reason it just stuck with me and this was before like i was really into horror movies in general or movies in general like i was really young when i saw this movie and 
the the concept of you know these characters being stuck at one location and being attacked by the living dead and the their soldiers and the the entire thing it was it was just a fun experience for me like at no point in time was i scared of this movie i just thought it was a badass movie mm-hmm. obviously you've seen this one right not not the remake i'm talking about the original yeah yeah i've seen the original dawn of the dead i mean who who has it? it's it's a great movie um night of the dead dawn of the dead day of the dead uh the the original uh, like they're, they're not technically sequels i guess but i always thought they were because it kind of makes sense that they kind of are but yeah they're they're great movies and uh to be respected yeah and like, like we both just said they're not they're technically Technically, they're like loose sequels. They're not you're not following a continuous story with the same characters throughout the trilogy. It, it is a trilogy dawn or night, dawn and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's the Romero zombie trilogy. But for, you know, this one to me, but out of all three of them, uh, I probably do prefer uh, Night of the Living Dead over Dawn of the Dead. It's just I'm 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 talking about Dawn of the Dead because that's the one that really st- stuck out to me, and it's always stuck out to me throughout my entire life because that is one of the movies that didn't drew me into like the horror genre as, and zombies especially. If I hadn't seen Dawn of the Dead, I never would have went back and watched Night of the Living Dead and you know Day of the Dead. And Day of the Dead really doesn't stand too high for me, but the other two do. Uh, just because. Yeah. You look at both of those movies, Night and Dawn, like they do have and it's it's known. It's well known that these movies have, you know, a social commentary within them, which is kind of hidden, you know, like Night of the Living Dead, you know, revolved around uh, class and racism, racism, especially. But Dawn of the Dead was about consumerism and how we are as a society and like, uh, you know, how we how we operate as a society where it's always, you know, it's about spending pretty much getting whatever you want uh, and that's you know why the location took place in a mall yeah uh, so that, that you know it's a cool thing it's a it's a it's a dumb fun zombie movie i, I hate saying dumb fun but i mean it kind of is but no, at the same I time i agree yeah it and there is that like underlying commentary where this is there's more to it than it just being a, a zombie movie which uh is one of the things i've always appreciated about these two movies there there is a social commentary to day of the dead as well i just don't think it lands the same way that night and dawn do yeah no i agree i think dawn of the dead is probably the best when it comes to like that that commentary because it you don't think about it the first time you watch the movie like it's just oh they're in the the mall because that's the place to survive because there's so many different stores and blah 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 and it's large so obviously that's where people would go and honestly it's not a bad idea it's not a great idea but then you like you watch it the first time you go back you watch it again and you're like oh shoppers are zombies i get it now <laughs> like oh it's it's making a point or you go to the actual mall and you see people, you know, that look like fucking zombies walking around and you're like, oh, I got this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the zombies are portrayed as, you know, they're almost portrayed as sheep, mm-hmm. putting it loosely where, you know, they they stand in line to go up the escalator like people do. Uh, you know, they stand in line at stores, they're corralled in They're again, just looking <laughs> to buy stuff 
for themselves essentially but like the uh, that's like the one thing that romero did with his zombie movies was you know he always had his zombies where they they weren't necessarily brain dead because they did have memories of their past and they were trying to remember who they were kind of mm-hmm. so that's why you had all these people that were going to the mall because everybody goes went to the mall yeah. uh, and i mean you see that later on in his movies too with like land of the dead and and day of the dead especially like the soldier zombie can fire a gun and <laughs> you know the yeah. the gas station zombie and land of the dead you know they all have their the points in in their lives where it's like they they remember the life before they died and they're still trying to continue it but they are also still i mean they're they're dead they're 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 the walking dead yeah <clears throat> i agree but uh what's a what's a movie you have i actually have uh dawn of the dead but the 2004 remake <laughs> right on dude i love I, me and a previous episode of food after midnight horror queen was on we did talk about remakes uh, if you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to it. It's a good listen. It's uh, record breaking in length. It's it's pretty long, about two and a half hours. But if you uh, are interested in horror movies and horror, <laughs> our thoughts on horror movie remakes, go check it out. But uh, Dawn of the Dead did come up, and this one, I I do enjoy the remake of this. Yeah, I did. I did. It's it was actually to my knowledge my first zombie film and with that the kind of like what you said about dawn of the dead if i hadn't watched this i would not be into i there's a good chance i would not be into the zombies like i am now um because it came out in i think 2014 and or 2004 sorry i would have been about 14 years old at the time mm-hmm. and so i wasn't like how you watched the crappy dawn I mean, not the crappy but the original dawn of the dead yeah. where they're like slow zombies these were running zombies so i got introduced to zombies as runners and i hate it oh i would not do well versus running zombies <laughs> i <laughs> fuck that shit that is my worst fear running zombies Dude, i can I'm... deal with walking zombies all day I am with you a hundred percent on that. It was running zombies scare the fucking shit out of me. I mean, in the real world, you know, zombies don't run, they walk, but, but with this interpretation of zombies, if it, if the world did become zombified and they were runners, I would not make it. I, th- I think a huge zombies are, significantly more deadly at, at like even if not even running just jogging speed they're going to wipe out humanity like they will win i think walking zombies we stand a pretty good chance we'll win we'll we'll do what the book world war z uh uh describes not yeah. the movie don't watch the fucking movie oh you didn't like world war z the movie huh brad pitt is golden he did a fantastic job as his role Unfortunately, his role was shit and the movie was shit and they should have just made a fucking miniseries. <sighs> I would have I would have paid so much money to see from the book the fucking Asian guy, the Japanese dude that's blind, kick the shit out of zombies. Uh-huh. I would that he was one of my favorite fucking characters. And when he met up with that weird internet dude in Japan as well, that was like a teen, but ended up becoming like a fucking zombie slayer. That was so baller. Ah, I just, 
I would have loved to see them. And when I saw World War Z was being made into a movie, I was like, fuck, I'm going to see the Japanese guy kill some fucking zombies. <clears throat> and then, nope. Yep, yeah, nope, he wasn't there. <laughs> it was just Brad Pitt. Yep, yep, you go to that movie to see Brad Pitt. They were like, oh man, the script sucks compared to the book. What do we do? We cast Brad Pitt in the lead. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone knows I'm not that big of a reader. I, I've read few books in my life, but World War Z, uh, a lot of the Brooks zombie novels I've read, World War Z I've I've read. And I'm usually not a fan when someone says uh, the book was better, but I'm going to be hypocritical here and say the book was way better than that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. They should. I think they should have made it like a miniseries, uh, two or three part miniseries and, and not a movie. Because there were so many stories, even the cranky vice president, well, ex vice president, who is like now just throwing cow manure everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one but, day we'll get that sequel, man. I hope. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. But, I hope. I do hope the sequel comes out, and it's like one of those situations where when you see the the newer movie and you go back and watch the original, you can appreciate the original and not because the second movie is terrible that the first one becomes good, but it's because it balances it out. So it's like, you can watch those movies and then you can enjoy both of them together. I'd be okay with that. I'd be real. Okay. And as long as they realize that the zombies um, don't care if you have cancer or whatever the fuck that twist was. I hated that. I hated that. But other, yeah, uh, we're not reviewing that movie. Dawn of the Dead 2004 <laughs> remake. Uh, great movie. Running Zombies. Great A cast. And the soundtrack. Was the soundtrack good? Well, I think so. Because it had the Get Down with the Sickness song. But, like, I fucking forget who did it. It Here was, I like, lounge out. music, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that song makes me so happy <laughs> but um yeah it, it was just a good movie i think i'd also like to state that i think that that movie kind of reinvigorated zombie cult like the zombie culture in america for uh like the next four to six years mm-hmm. at least till walking dead started being a thing um, and then I'll, I'll give that credit to Walking Dead, even though it's trash. Um, but yeah, <sighs> Dawn of the Dead remake. Without it, uh, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. Dude, thank you, uh, thank you, Dawn of the Dead remake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off you here now. Oh, okay. I am going to disagree with you on oh. one thing. Mm. I do I do not think the Dawn of the Dead remake revitalized the zombie genre. I'm going to say that this movie right here, which came out two years earlier, uh, revitalized the zombie genre. And that would be 28 Days Later. Uh, 28 Days Later, not this has been a debate uh, as long as the movie's been out, whether or not these are actually zombies. They're not. Uh, you're one of the you're one of the people out there that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call you a name jeremy all right mainly because i can't think of a good uh, insult for you right now just asshole that's, that's <laughs> fine that, that fits most of it just asshole <laughs> uh i i consider these to be zombies because they are zombified they are not who they are they are infected with the virus 
which causes them to uh, kill living people. Again, this movie came out two years before Dawn of the Dead remake. And <laughs> uh, this one, the humans, yeah, technically they aren't people that have died and have come back to life, but they so are people. What you're saying is they're technically not zombies. Thank you. Okay, goddammit. They are infected with a, <laughs> a the rage virus. They're rage zombies is what they're known as. But uh, th- this is what actually started the running zombie sub-subgenre, I guess. Uh, whereas you have the people, they get infected, and it's not... It, whether they're bitten or blood gets in their mouth or in their eyeball, which we saw in the movie. This movie creeped me out. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I didn't like it. I remember because it came out and everyone was saying well, how scary it was. You know, this... This movie, oh my god, it's so scary! It's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and this and that. And I, I went and saw it, and you know, two thousand two, I was, uh, shit, I was in high school. I think I was a freshman in high school, maybe. And I saw it, and I was like, well, what the fuck happened to the zombies? Because this movie does something where it, this also did something before The Walking Dead as well, where it's not so much about the zombies as it is the people that survived the zombie apocalypse and how evil human beings are. Uh, that That's one thing I appreciate appreciate about this movie. It, it isn't so much about the the zombies, but it's about the human race and what we're you know mentally capable of doing when we're in that flight or fight or flight situation. Yeah, I mean, well, even think about the night of the living dead mm-hmm. who who kills the main cast like who's who ends up being the killers at the end of the movie yep other humans yep in in any in any fucking zombie in any apocalyptic situation hum unless it's aliens aliens i'd, I'd give to like an alien invasion humans are going to be our worst fucking nightmare because they're not- shitty and not to bring this to reality, but I mean, we kind of see that happening in the media right now. You know what I mean? Do, like, do we? <laughs> I, I've only seen stories of like goodness and and wholesomeness and people not hoarding toilet paper. How much are you shitting, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not as much as I should be. I think I need more fiber. Oh, oh God! <laughs> but, he takes uh, one poop every three weeks. <laughs> you should see how big I've become, Jeremy. Oh God! It's not due to lack of exercise either. <laughs> oh, no. He's gonna—he's so full of shit. <laughs> His eyes are brown. Okay, but yeah, continue. <laughs> oh man, what were you saying? Uh, I don't uh, know. Yeah, we were talking about the hoarding toilet paper and Dawn of the Dead and then oh, and humans being later. shitty with humans being too. Yeah. yeah, humans are shitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to 28 Days Later. So like one of the, you know, a few of the great things that come out of this movie, we had Danny Boyle, uh, who is one of the, like, the most renowned directors working today. And then we also have Alex Garland who wrote the script for it. And Alex Garland, if you're not familiar with him, he he's actually become one of like my up and coming favorite writers and directors, minus a movie here and there. But he did a movie called Ex Machina in 2014, uh, which is about uh, machines and, uh, you know, the difference between being a human and a machine. He also did the movie Annihilation, which I wasn't, that's the one I wasn't too big of a fan of with Natalie Portman about uh, multidimensional time space kind of thing 
Oh, I I actually really enjoyed that, but I'm a huge like sci-fi nerd, so mm-hmm. and I love Natalie Portman. She's just a wonderful person. Yeah, me, me and you disagree on her, but did did you see uh, Ex Machina? Was that just where the weird tech developer was like keeping a robot in his thing and then like invited some weird intern to like yes. stay at his head? Yes, then yes. Yeah, did you like that one? I, I liked that one a lot. I did. I did like that one. Uh, it was a good, I, so I guess I like this director, Danny Boyle. Well, that, that was Alex Garland. Oh, Alex Garland. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle was the director. Danny Boyle, uh, you'll know him. He did, uh, shit, he did a Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, 127 Hours with James Franco about the, you know, cliff diver that had to cut his, spoiler alert, he had to cut his own arm off. Yeah, he he did uh, Sunshine, The Beach, Train Spotting. Yeah, it's almost like I just pulled up his Wikipedia page or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do that? I, yeah. Of course you did. Of course you did. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're the best. All right. Uh, oh, he recently did Yesterday, which was um, when the world forgot about the Beatles, except for one person. Oh, and he then he, he uh, he's credited with it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he. Um, I didn't see that movie. I had no interest in seeing it because I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles. But. I. Uh, neither am I, but my roommate is, so I got it on Amazon so we could watch it, and she enjoyed it, I think. I forget. It was a while ago, and I don't usually pay attention to other people's emotions. Because, once again, I'm an asshole. Oh, but he also did train spotting. Yeah, you said that. Did I? Yeah, but I I didn't realize, I think when I said it, I was just listing it, and now it clicked what train spot like. That it's fucking train spotting. Yeah, train train spotting was like what I wouldn't say what blew him up, but I mean train spotting has such a huge following to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you follow his name back to that and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, you, you got anything else about uh the non zombie movie twenty eight days later? Uh I do have some more stuff about the zombie movie twenty eight days later. Um <laughs> whereas then I'm uh, I'm all done talking about it, Jeremy. What do you have? <laughs> Well, I actually have the kid version of 28 Days Later, Cooties. Oh, you are the <laughs> fucking man. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. So for those that don't know, uh, Cooties, it came out in 2014. It's a horror comedy. Uh, it has one of my favorite pieces of uh, script ever. And it is uh, Ryan Wilson playing a jock uh, PE teacher, talking to Elijah Wood, who is playing a um, nerdy little English substitute teacher. And they're talking about a plan of how to get out of their current situation. I'll go into what the movie's actually about in a few moments. I just need to talk about this one fucking part because it is my favorite thing that's ever happened in cinema, basically. Uh, <laughs> and, and they're talking about it, and... Um, Ryan Wilson to Elijah Wood's character says you can't just go hobbiting around sometimes you need to be an orc and go through it like an orc because <laughs> he's a, he was a hobbit <laughs> yeah 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 I loved it I love the you know they just do that because like if 
you couldn't have that said with any other character, like to any other character. And uh, it was, I loved it. It, I laughed probably for a good 15 minutes at that fucking, <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. But in the movie Cooties, what happens is uh, I believe summer school's going on. And I will, you know what? Let's talk about the opening fucking scene. Did you know how chicken nuggets were made? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the big things, man. That's why I don't eat fast food anymore. I haven't eaten fast food in like uh, 10, 10 plus years. You know, minus the fact that the chicken chicken nuggets being made is absolutely gross. And, you know, factory farming being the main reason. But uh, yeah, even even frozen chicken. I mean, all chicken nuggets are made the same. It's yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um. It, it was it was uh, that's a hard one to watch. I'll say that right off the bat, they throw in how chicken nuggets are being made. And uh, essentially, anyone that eats these chicken nuggets that has not hit puberty becomes a rage filled zombie creature. Uh, oh. oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on here, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time during 28 days later, I would start making fun of you. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) You can continue. Okay. (laughs) Trust me, I know. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so essentially it's zombie kids and it, it follows teachers during summer school. Um, trying to survive in in a school that is overrun with these kids uh, murdering everyone and it it's fucking hilarious I love the the <laughs> Ryan Wilson again has a wonderful thing where he's like you know that scene or that time in a movie where they go into a montage of getting geared up well now's that time and it start they start doing it <laughs> yeah i ryan wilson i think is just one of the greatest like actors i just love anything he's in from galaxy quest to the office to cooties i think that's it that's his entire filmography right <laughs> oh no man you gotta see like there's also like house of a thousand corpses the meg like those movies were like a little whack but his his part was so good especially in the meg like you you really yeah. like appreciate him and if you haven't seen the movie super oh my god i fucking love that movie there you go yeah that's probably my favorite movie with him yeah, I'd have to agree. He gets fucking raped. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird fucking thing. Yeah. That that movie probably fucked me up more than any other, like, most movies. It fucked me up more than most movies. <laughs> yeah, that one was, I thought I was going to be watching a superhero movie. And then it, it, I would say that was like the first realistic superhero movie that we ever got, you know. And, you know, is way before before the boys and before uh, what was that other one that was like kind of realistic? It doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) But like, you know, people die that you don't expect to die. Things happen. You don't expect to happen. It's very straightforward. And that was a that was James Gunn, I think, that directed Um, that one. Let's let's look that up. I'm going to. I'm right. You don't have to look it up. I'm right. Oh, okay. 
Okay, yeah, I'm definitely not still looking that up uh, just to see if you're right so I can make fun of you or, or whatnot. If I'm right, I own your soul. <laughs> My love and soul is already yours. Uh, written by, written and directed by James Gunn. Yeah, you're right. Oh, shit. And now my soul's yours. I mean, you have to get it from Satan, but. That's okay. Me and him are good friends. Oh, okay. Good. Um. Well, shouldn't be a problem for you then. But yeah, um, Cooties, it's just, it's a fucking, it's a good movie. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I I love this one a lot. I, the My favorite scene from this is, I think it, even from seeing the trailer for it, I, I was in love with this scene where you have the kids and the mom pulls up in her minivan and she's on the phone and they're looking <laughs> out the window and the kid's like walking up to the car and I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the scene, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was probably my favorite scene out of the out of the whole movie. But there's a it it's a it's such a clever take on the zombie genre, you know, having it where it's the the kids that are infected and um they're they're fighting off hordes of of kids infected with the with the disease. And yeah. Uh the the cast, yeah, the cast is great, you know, the Elijah Wood, Rain Wilson, uh Lee Winnell. Um, Jack McBrayer, guy from from Lost. Oh, Jorge Garcia. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's his name. I always think of him as the fat guy from Lost because I'm a Hurley. terrible person. That's Hurley from Lost. Yeah, <laughs> you are a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I love the cast. Um, I think one of my preferred characters was the uh, the science teacher because he has like no idea what's like socially how to deal with people and i love when he's just like okay guys i'm gonna tell can you shut can you can you be quiet and no one's talking (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like shh yeah yeah (laughs) because i've definitely had a teacher like him like i with the you know that they based each one of these characters off of a fucking teacher that they had to deal with (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Rain Wilson playing the the gym teacher. I mean, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's almost every gym teacher. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. An out of shape ex high school fucking super jock. Yeah. <sighs> He's got the beer belly and everything. Yeah. And he but the thing is, he turned out like in the beginning, he was such an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then he turned out to be the hero. He was like, this is my time to shine. I I fucking loved when he's just trying to play basketball and the kids are ripping apart all the other fucking teachers in the goddamn out during recess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little fucked up, but they end up using somebody's intestines as like jumping rope. Yeah. <laughs> they the special effects in this one. And just, like, the shit that they did with body parts was fucking hilarious. It, it was a great movie. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a good time. And this was a, I, I want to say this was, like, the start for Elijah Wood because he's a huge fan of horror, which is why most of the stuff he does now is in the horror universe. Like, he's he did Cooties, he did Maniac, the remake of Maniac. Uh, he's got was it come to daddy that just came out i think a few months ago on uh, amazon mm-hmm. you know you look at him back to the faculty that was a sci-fi horror 
mm-hmm. a huge fan of horror and he loves doing this kind of stuff. And it's his movies are pretty fun because even if it's a genre that's been done over and over and over again, it'll still be a movie that has like a little twist to it. Like this one, having the kids being the infected and that's it, you know? Yeah. And he, he's also just a really good actor and like such a nice fucking guy. (laughs) Yeah. That's usually what it is, man. Like you, uh, I would say majority of your, your like horror community, it's a lot of nice people out there. You know, it's, You know, don't don't be fooled by the by the genre so much. Most of your horror fans, I I, I say loosely, most of your horror fans are, you know, good people. Oh, yeah. Because I feel horror is very human. Like, it's very, I don't know, you you learn about yourself Mm -hmm. when you watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. It's very. Well, what would I do? You ask yourself that question a lot and then you can apply it like. For every fucking other situation, what would I do? How would that? How would being in that mm-hmm. situation make me feel? Yeah, uh, I agree. And and I think another reason uh, Elijah is like so willing to to do just fucking crazy ass movies is because I mean he's fucking set up. He's <laughs> he's got all <laughs> he has. He could have retired after the fucking Lord of the Rings. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like. This is all, this is his retirement plan. Like, this is just him having fun. This is his hobby, man. He's making, he's going to be making money off of his hobby at this point. And did you ever watch um, a TV series, Wilfred, with him? That was the one with the dog? Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he overdoses on pills and then he's able to talk to his dog, right? Well, he thought he overdosed on pills. Yeah, they were he, actually just, like... Uh, uh, sugar pills, placebos, because yeah. <laughs> his sister didn't trust him. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. Yeah, I never watched that one. Oh, yeah, it's it's funny. It's uh, it's enjoyable. Yeah, he, I, I fucking Elijah Wood. He's if I see him in something, I'm like, I'm interested. Yeah, he's he's one of those faces too, man. And it's a again, that's not everyone's gonna see Elijah Wood and be like, oh shit, that's Elijah Wood. I got to see this movie. But like, he has a fan base where it's like you see him in a movie and it's like I got to see this movie. It's not yeah. everybody, but you know, it's a small clump of us where it's like, yeah, Elijah Wood. And he plays he plays like so many different characters, mm-hmm. and he. I think he's like a very underrated actor. Uh, I think he's very, very talented. I agree with you. And if you haven't seen the the remake of Maniac, he is a he does a really good job in that movie. I actually have not seen that, so I, I will I will have to give it a go. Yeah, check that one out, man. Put that on a on a list for you. Okay. You got anything else for cooties? No, uh, no, 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 I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it going in the comedy comedy era i'm gonna throw out Shaun of the dead <gasps> really because that's Who my saw... next one too let's talk about it together jeremy oh my gosh we overlap <laughs> there's gonna be no fighting with this i mm. there is oh. absolutely gonna be no fighting about this at all whatsoever i this is one of my yeah obviously it's one of my favorite zombie movies of all time uh is it it's so funny and I don't I don't think I, I'm going to say anything that anyone would disagree with, especially you, to 
how well this movie was done and put together where it takes the it's it's a parody of zombie movies while still being its own zombie movie like yeah. it references so many classic moments in the genre or the subgenre you know as far as whether there's a line or a scene it references it but then it does its own thing still you know you have lines from night of the living dead you have a setup for dawn of the dead you have you know the silliness of how I, uh, this one. We I, I'm not going to say like worrying about spoilers or anything for this one because every everyone's seen this movie. Uh, you know the for Dawn of the Dead being shacked up at the Winchester. You know reminiscent of Dawn of the Dead being or I mean any zombie movie being shacked up at one place fighting off the horde. But it is so my I'm gonna I'm just gonna drop my favorite part of this movie is the walk that Simon Pegg does in here. You know, you see him the day before walking over to the convenience store and it's the one (laughs) shot and he just goes about his day like normal, but then it's the next day and he goes over and the zombie outbreak has already occurred. And you see like, you see how the world has changed and walking. you know, that still done in one shot, him walking into the convenience store, not paying attention to the world around him. Uh, He gets his ice cream. He gets his drink and everything. He slips on the, you know, you know, he slips on blood on the floor, but he completely ignores it and he just keeps walking. <laughs> he just leaves his money at the counter and then he goes back home. <laughs> like that's the it is the best, the best compilation to see like, from this movie. It's my favorite part of this. I I would I would agree. That was just so fucking beautiful. Um, and it, it shows because, you know, during a zombie apocalypse, there's going to be people like that. And and most of their like survival was pure dumb fucking luck yeah. which i mean is going to happen but they, like they're just walking around with one of my favorite scenes was when they pass like they're going to the winchester and they pass a group that's basically them but like slightly altered it yes <laughs> cuz it's just like yes there would be groups of these dumb fucks just walking around yeah doing their best <laughs> yeah they just they bump into each other they exchange a few words and then uh they go okay yeah well we'll uh we'll see you later then and, and that's it like they don't team up or anything it's just like a little thing thrown in there we're like oh that's funny yeah yeah it's it's fucking uh that movie it's it's gold if you're a fan of comedy and zombie you need to watch this fucking movie it is so goddamn good fucking watch it you pieces of shit (laughs) and dude even considering it's a comedy man it it still has gore to it as well like the gore factor is still top notch and they use practical effects in it as well which is it's it's incredible it's i know you i know you get a boner every time you see practical effects so that's because yeah i love them you don't (laughs) Um, it depends. It's it's not like every time. It's most of the time, but not every time. Because some practical effects can be bad. It's true. It is true. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Good. Because um, I, would, I would fight you yeah, with, okay. with kisses. No. <laughs> I disagree. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh shit! Also, uh, the bar fight scene when the standoff at the bar where they uh, they share the gun and everything. Yeah, that was so well choreographed. It was beautiful. The whole fucking movie's just beautiful. Don't stop me now. 
by yep. Queen, and that plays on the jukebox. <laughs> and you're like, kill the Queen! And <laughs> the, the, hitting the zombies to the beat of the song. <laughs> uh, then uh, another, man, this movie is so funny. I gotta watch this again. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about all this stuff now. When they're walking home drunk from the bar, and they go, dibby, 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 and then the zombies in the background goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> whole movie fucking that that's probably one of the best movies out just straight up yeah. such a good fucking movie i think i want to say man like if you're you're looking at the genre or the subgenre of zombies this has to if anyone put together a top five list i guarantee majority of the people would have this on there and if it if they don't have it on there it's because they haven't seen it true it, it's just so fucking good. So you want to hear a fun fact about this movie? I would I would love to hear your fun fact about this movie. All right. So fun fact about this movie. It's part of uh, the Cornetto trilogy. Are you familiar with this? Mm, let's say no. OK, so the Cornetto trilogy. It's uh, so Shaun of the Dead was the first movie. The second was Hot Fuzz. OK. Which is where Simon Pegg and Nick Frost play cops over in London. Yeah. In a I small love that town. movie movie's great yeah and then the third and final movie of the trilogy is the world's end oh yeah that's a good fucking movie too yeah the, i like all of them the world's end gets a lot of shit but i i had a lot of fun with that movie yeah i had a lot of fun with it people gotta stop taking things so like fucking seriously <laughs> just it's just tr- goddamn enjoy shit so do you do you want to know why it's called the cornetto trilogy i would I would love for you to tell me this. I I think this is, and if it's true or not, this is something, you know, I read. So who knows if it's true, but so Cornetto's, it's a form of ice cream. Okay. So when they did Shaun of the Dead, they, you know, the ice cream that Shaun gets from the vending machine is a Cornetto. Okay. And they, Simon Pegg and uh, Edgar Wright, who's the director of all three movies, they got like, uh, they got free ice cream for doing (laughs) it. So they started, they put the, the Cornetto in, uh, in the ice cream in hot fuzz and they didn't get free ice cream for it. So they're like, no, we're going to get our free ice cream this time. So they put it in <laughs> the world's end <laughs> and then they got free ice cream for it. So that's why it's called the Cornetto trilogy. Cause they, they <laughs> everyone referenced Simon Pegg. <laughs> <laughs> they're both great, man. Him and Edgar Wright. I love Edgar yeah, Wright too. Fucking good on them. Just, just make three movies for free ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like the the movies make millions, right? And they but they're making them to get ice cream. <laughs> That's that brings a tear to my eye. That makes me appreciate each one of these fucking movies even more. And they're mm, so fucking good. Makes me want ice cream now. I'm gonna eat some ice cream after this. Yeah, me too. <sighs> um. I have some uh, Turkey Hill triple chocolate. Uh, it's three. It's like a a chocolate politan. So it's three different types of chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Gets my dick hard. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what to bring when I come hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can just bring yourself, buddy. You don't oh, need shit. any additives. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm so uh, happy my girlfriend doesn't listen to me make these things because 
she would she would just be like, yeah, that's him. He does this to all of his male friends. God damn it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, I don't know if you've listened to like me say stuff to Nikita on Yo Buddy, but like well, I do. <laughs> I'll say stuff. I get like, a little jealous. <laughs> oh, don't be jealous. <laughs> I say stuff to him and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, oh man, I'm all I'm, I'm I'm good with Shaun of the Dead, man. You want what? Yeah. A, you ready to move on to your next one? Well, my next one was gonna be Shaun of the Dead, but um, now we're gonna I'm play. Gonna go to, we're gonna we're gonna snake it. Go ahead. You, you okay. pick your next one. I'm gonna go to Zombie Land. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna combine them both because I no I'm going I'm just gonna go with Zombie Land one, the first one, Nut Up or Shut Up. The second one was fantastic and I loved it, but I. Let's just talk about the the OG one. It's fantastic, and I love it. And um, if it wasn't for Zombieland, I would not have a Woody for Woody Harrison. How, whatever the fuck his last name is. God damn it, JC, you have one job. It's Woody Harrelson. You you had it. I just stared at my screen for like 20 seconds there. I'm so sorry. I've been (laughs) up for a long time. (laughs) <laughs> You're good, dude. You're good. Yeah, Zombieland. It's such a. It's another one where it, it makes fun of a lot of the. I don't want to say makes fun of, but pays homage to a lot of like the stereo stereotypes of zombies. I think in it, he's even like, yeah. So technically, these aren't like zombies, but we're calling them zombies. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. So they acknowledge that they're not but they're still going to do it. <laughs> um, and then yeah, it's just such a good fucking movie. And it has like the four uh, main characters are so like their fucking chemistry is so good. I loved it. How do you feel about zombie land? Are you about to shit on it? No, I'm not going to shit on it at all. Oh. It's not, it's not one of my favorites, but I do appreciate the movie a lot. I, I agree with you. The cast, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Jesse Eisenberg. I actually hate him with a passion. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, to I be fair, this is probably the only movie of his that I actually enjoy. Uh, yeah, I like this and I like the social network, but like mm-hmm. he's a, you know, he's an asshole in that. So you're supposed to hate him. But yeah. like, uh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't. I can't stand Jesse Eisenberg. Woody Harrelson is is great. Um, Abigail Breslin is you know good. Emma Stone's great. Uh, the cat, yeah, man, the cast is perfect. You like them? They're all funny. They work together very nicely, and you can't, yeah, you, you can't hate them. And like you said, it does pay great homage to other zombie movies and makes fun of it. I mean, even with his, uh, was it his rules that he has where it's like rule number seventy seven? Don't yeah. Uh, don't poop in a don't poop in a, a bathroom stall or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, you know, rule number one, double tap or, you know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He has like mm-hmm. all these rules, which like it, it makes sense in the zombie world because they are things that you should do in, in the zombie outbreak when the zombie apocalypse happens. So uh, yeah. all I, of that rules part makes sense. Yeah, I, I appreciate that part a, a lot. The, you know, side stories of like uh, Woody Harrelson's character, which I think is like Nebraska. I don't know. They all have like state names or like Tallahassee. Yeah. 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 They all have like these different uh, like location names, but he's like his side story is trying to find Twinkies. That's all he cares about. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Uh, like you know little little things like that and, and then you get like you know some great cameos in here like the great bill murray when he pops bill in. motherfucking murray <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking murray <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great time i haven't seen double tap yet i don't know man i, I didn't have an urge to see it i think it i think if i watch it i'll probably like it but i i don't know i gotta watch it it, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. It's not better than Zombieland one, you know, but it's still a good movie, and I I appreciate it that they did it, and I I had a good time watching it, and that's what matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. As long as you enjoy it, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll, I'll definitely check it out for sure. There is there is more of a Bill in in Double Tap. There's more Bill Murray. <gasps> Just oh say, so oh my Just, heavens! I can't wait. Yeah, it's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, okay, I gotta watch this now. Yeah, I think it's at the end, like during, like right before credits or whatnot. But it's uh-huh. fucking. It just, just the like maybe five minute part he's in. It's worth watching. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what what's your favorite rule of of Jesse or Columbus? Is his is his name? What what's your favorite rule from him? Man, I don't remember his rules like completely, but probably the not pooping in a bathroom stall because it makes sense <laughs> and it's funny. <laughs> for for me, it's it's the one he actually got from Tallahassee, which is enjoy the little things because it just it's something you can use in every day. Every you gotta enjoy the little things. You have a shitty job and enjoy the parts that make you happy. You know. Enjoy those little little things, the little wins, you know. Look at you, man. Look at I you know. being sentimental over here. You, God, damn it, you're beautiful. I fucking know it, right? Oh, Fuck. God, I don't want to be this beautiful. It just, it happens. I just, you know. <laughs> oh. but yeah, and I'll even say like, I like that there was um, <laughs> the biggest like shit that happened in the movie was between two groups of people uh not not people and zombies but you had um emma stone's character and abigail whatever they were their sisters and they were con sisters before all this shit happened or con con artist i guess yeah and then they they kept doing that during the zombie uh apocalypse and uh, they they conned fucking Woody Harrelson and Jesse Eisenberg's characters into giving them their guns. Yeah. <laughs> and then they conned them again to get the fucking car and their yeah. guns again. <laughs> like, yeah, because what is it? Don't they like track them down or something after they take their car and they're like, oh, there's the car and they go up and then they like they don't make even, the drop on them. tracking them down. They're just happen to go this like the same fucking road and. That's the fucking car. Oh, they're around. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, Tallahassee gets so excited. I'm going to fucking kill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is definitely the best role, I would say, for Woody Harrelson. Like, this is my yeah. favorite role of his. And he has a lot of good performances. Like, Natural Born Killers is up there for me. Um, even the small part, I want to say, was like an anger management where he plays the transvestite. The... Um, Oh, fuck. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, Adam Sandler, like, you know, 
interacts with him and he dresses as a woman. And then later on, he plays like a security guard and he goes, I can't stand in the way of love. (laughs) (laughs) His his characters are just, they're so iconic, man. That's why I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens in Venom 2 with him, him playing uh, Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage. That that's gonna be mm, great. A I'm excited for that movie. I I enjoyed Venom quite a bit, and I know I, it wasn't like greatly received by most people. I enjoyed it. Venom has a huge split. Uh, you know, half of the people who saw it loved it, half the people who saw it didn't. I'm one of the people that loved Venom. Oh, good. I was I was so like scared. No, no, no. <laughs> And you know, you know, I have no issue with telling you if I don't like something you like. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I I loved Venom. I I had such a great time with that movie. It's one of my favorite characters in comics, with my favorite actor of all time playing him. Like I I love that movie. And and uh, yeah, but back to back to Woody and in Zombieland. Did did you cry? When he told you about Buddy, and when <sighs> yeah. you finally found out who Buddy was, I, I did not cry. Uh, I remember being sad. You soulless piece of shit. I j- I'm not soulless anymore, Jeremy. I have your fucking soul. <laughs> That's fair. I'm the soulless one. At least <laughs> I still had feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he like because he's such a fucking hard ass. And then all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, my son. And fucking it all clicks to Columbus. And he's like, fuck, it wasn't a little dog. It was his goddamn son. Yeah. What's your next movie? I'm done with uh, Zombieland. All right. Um, well, I, my only comedy was Shaun of the Dead. Uh, so I'm going to say Quarantine. I've actually never seen it, so I can't argue you. Uh, this one, this one was a remake of a of a foreign film called Wreck, which is a found footage style. So it's from the point of view of somebody holding a camera. This one takes place where a reporter is uh, going through the firehouse in New York City or Chicago. It's some city. I, I location is skipping my mind, slipping my mind. But this reporter is going through this firehouse and interacting with all the firemen and learning about like different things in the firehouse. And all of a sudden there's a call that they need to report to this apartment complex. So they get to the, uh, the complex and it turns out that there's someone who's been infected and the apartment complex ends up going on lockdown because the government comes in and locks the place down and quarantines them. Uh, so throughout the movie, the, People start turning into the rage-infected zombies. So these 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 motherfuckers are running around, and this this is where it makes sense. This is one of those things, just like Twenty Eight Days Later, where running makes sense for it, uh, okay. as opposed to your typical zombie because of the virus that they are infected with. I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not going to spoil it for you, Jeremy. Okay. Um, Wait, is it COVID nineteen? God damn it, Jeremy! <laughs> so these people are locked down in this apartment complex and and uh as the people get infected uh it starts to become more and more chaotic to a point where the you know we start to lose our characters one by one which is the normal like process of a zombie movie like you start losing your your main cast one by one to the 
you know, The Walking Dead. And in this, uh, being the fact that it is done from a, you know, found footage style to me, when I saw this in the theater, it made it a lot creepier. And this was, in my opinion, before the found footage was played out, which I'm still a fan of found footage movies. I don't know why people give found footage so much shit. I like found footage. I, I know about you and your heart on for found footage. Um, I, I remember driving a uh, long, long distance with you and you spent like half of that just fucking talking about your, your thing with, uh, what, what's that? What's that one? Um, Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, for like three hours, I swear to God, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. No, I enjoyed that conversation. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck, Jeremy? That's when we became friends. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i i enjoy found footage i think it's um to see things from the perspective of the person dealing with it is is and you don't like because you don't see everything like even in cloverfield uh you, you don't see the fucking monsters until the very end like you see the crabs i guess but you don't see the big fucker yeah. And uh, like I, I love that because they never got a good shot of it. They never. And when you're looking at something like that, you're not going to be like, oh, got to get this on the cam. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh, fuck, we got to go, bitches. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I like found footage. I will always watch found. I, I, I enjoy a, a found footage uh, movie, so I'll, I'll probably have to check out. Quar- I'll definitely check out Quarantine. Is that on any of the streaming services? Oh, probably not. I mean, maybe check Amazon Prime. I think it might be on there. Okay. It's definitely not on Netflix. Nothing I want to watch is on Netflix, except Tiger King. Mm, I haven't watch watched it. it. No. no, I refuse. <laughs> Good, man. Keep that. Keep your strength up. Don't watch that. Yeah. That's Don't garbage. worry, I won't. I uh, the real victims there are the tigers, and anyone that says otherwise is a piece of shit. And the <sighs> fact that it, the fact that that documentary series hasn't started like a petition to to get help for all those animals mm-hmm. is upsetting. The fact that that's not what people are upset about is upsetting. Yep. Yep. And uh, did a. We did an episode on Tiger King as well, and that was one of my big things about that was a pretty much all of we we all kind of agreed on that the fact that the the animals are the ones that are are still hurting after this documentary and people only care about Joe Exotic getting out of jail. It's disgusting. Yep, yep. I I listened to that. That was a good episode. You 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 always make good good episodes. Um, but yeah, I I I refuse to watch it because of that. If if I see because of the Tiger King huge amounts of money i mean we're also dealing with fucking covid right now so a lot of people's funds and are limited mm-hmm. and what they what people are giving is going towards relief of covid yeah and so i kind of get it but there needs to be more acknowledgement of of the animals in my opinion and then if that ever happens i might watch it yeah i uh I'm going to tell you, man, like, uh, I, I don't blame you for not watching it. I, anyone that hasn't watched it yet, I I've kind of said, don't waste your time on it. Like it's, it's literally a reality TV show, but it's, you know, it's a documentary, but it's uh, uh, how, how I describe this is if you watch reality TV, it's garbage. <laughs> um, 
the, it is. It's garbage, mind-numbing, dumb entertainment. Like I, I got hooked into Too Hot to Handle, unfortunately, the other night. Oh my fucking I'm, god! I'm interested in that show because of the premise that that I think it is. I, honestly, man, the premise is what drew me into it, and then I'm watching. I'm like, this is fucking terrible, but I got to know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all that's all tiger king is man it's you need to know what happens and that's why you watch it other than that it's depressing as fuck with these animals and what you learn you know you learn what happens to them and everything everyone just cares about joe exotic though it's garbage man i i don't i don't recommend anyone watch it it's everyone involved in it's a piece of shit not everybody but most of the people yeah i i from what i understand so one of the podcasts I listen to, I'm not going to name them because that's, you know, but um, when when all of this shit was happening, like in real life, mm. um, they were talking about it. Now, they didn't go as in depth as I'm assuming the documentary does. They mainly focused on Joe. Um, but so I kind of know, like knew what it was going to be about from the get-go and i knew a lot of the stupid drama shit that was happening now i didn't know all of it and i've seen the meme like i don't even have to watch the fucking show anymore i've seen the memes yeah and there's so many memes yeah i'm so sick of the fucking memes (laughs) i know oh it brought this nation together during covid it did that that you know man and unfortunately it's one good thing to come out of it that people you know, did have the show to like distract themselves from what was going on, but that's the only good thing to come out of this documentary. Yeah. So, uh, back to what movie were you talking about? Quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I forgot what I said already. I'll just uh, finish it I up asked by if saying it was on streaming services. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, possibly Prime. I would say yeah. check Prime. Um, it might not be a freebie. Okay fucking buying a movie you know it's not like i can do things right now anyway i'm just (laughs) sitting at home and going to work but i am one of the few that is is lucky to continue having a job with our unemployment rate like 20 fucking percent right now (sighs) too high (laughs) yeah too goddamn high it is what it is you know unfortunately we gotta do what we gotta do yeah but But, uh, yeah, quarantine, man. I love this movie. I had a great time with it. It's a good cast. Uh, you actually feel like these are real people in this movie with everything that's going on. Uh, zombies are creepy as fuck. Sound design is amazing. You know, you you do find yourself caring for the characters at, at some point, and uh, I, I can't say I can't say anything else great about it. Uh, a lot what's of your pe- favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene, without spoiling it. No, you can spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. It's the I'll, I'll say my favorite scene is <laughs> okay. It's it's actually a funny scene, surprisingly. Um, they're <laughs> they're running. I think they're running down the staircase or up the staircase, and uh, the guy holding the camera. They're running. He's like, "Oh, okay, keep running, keep running, keep running." And then he turns the camera to the left, and you see like one of the infected, like right there, and he goes, oh! <laughs> and he, turns and he keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the best part of the whole movie. Um but there's there's a lot of creepy. Like I said, it's a creepy movie too. Like when they initially get there and you meet the 
you know, your first infected person. Uh, that seems creepy. And there was actually, I remember there was a trailer where it's, it sounded like it was almost like an infomercial kind of where it was like, meet Mary Beth. Mary Beth has an issue. She lives in this terrible complex in the city. She needs your help. She lives in this apartment surrounded by filth, feces, garbage. Will you help her? And then like she turns and like goes completely like crazy on the camera. I, I remember the marketing. It, it, that part of the marketing for the movie was really cool. But uh, yeah, man, other than that, for quarantine, that's all I got. So it brings me to uh, my personal I, I don't even want to say favorite, but it's 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 a really good fucking zombie movie. Uh, Train to Busan. Ah, that was um, that was my uh, that's on my uh, honorable honorable mentions. I like that one. I I thought the the cinematography, like the whole fucking thing, was mm-hmm. so goddamn good. Uh, how they filmed it, the fact that it's just on a train. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I I love the whole goddamn movie. Um, them using parts of the fucking train to like build armor and shit. Oh, yeah. I had a boner watching that because I'm like, oh yeah, show me tips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seemed very real and and like the actor, like you could tell that they were adapting to the situation. And it's one of those rare ones where like, to my memory anyway, everyone on the train worked together to live. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's because it was like uh, uh, not an American film where there has to be other drama mm-hmm. because the zombies were terrifying enough. Definitely. Like, fuck it. A. But yeah, th- this one, I would say within like the last few years that this is this is the big one that I've seen that just blew me away because I was expecting kind of trash because mm-hmm. usually when you see like a, a zombie. I'm not a huge fan of most Asian horror movies, but I felt this one was really real. Like I feel usually they go off off the top or off the deep end in certain things, and it just doesn't really appeal to me. Um, but this one felt uh, really good, and I I enjoyed the entirety of it. It was a fucking good movie, and I, I looked it up on Wiki, and it got a lot of fucking awards to either nominate it or actually won a bunch. Um, just a good goddamn movie. This one, I'm 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 right there with you. This one's fantastic. Uh, it was between Train to Busan and my other my last movie between what I wanted to talk about, but uh, I'm glad it's on your list. Uh, and uh, I, I agree with you 100%, man. Like, this movie, it's it for one, it's, it's a ton of fun. Like, it's a fun zombie movie. Um, the zombies are creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, you you get emotionally attached to these characters as well. And you have, like, you have that, that one character, he, he was, like, punching the zombies. <laughs> you know, that guy... That guy was badass. I was like, man, I'm rooting for this guy. I hope he makes it to the end. You know, like you ever find yourself doing that in these these types of movies, mm-hmm. JC, where it's like you you root for the you find one character and you're like, man, I hope he makes it. Yeah, yeah. Usually they don't, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah for sure. I mean, it's it's especially this because they were everything was because imp- they were just people on a fucking train, like. They didn't have what. This is another thing I like about non-American zombie movies 
kind of like Shaun of the Dead, where there's not like not everyone has a fucking gun. Most people don't have guns in other countries. I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, but it it makes the challenge that much more difficult. So the fear factor, like watching it is a lot higher because they're using improvised melee weapons because they don't have the most common fucking weapon, at least in America, which is any gun, which you can just find on the ground. Basically, we just give them to kids for free. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I gave out guns for trick or treat last year. Did you? I should have. What? Oh, man. Those lucky kids. Yeah. AR-15s. <laughs> just anyone that wanted one, I gave it to. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let me go back here. All right. So go back to Shaun of the Dead really quickly. Now that you bring up the weapons like that. That was another thing that makes these movies fun. It's not where they're using the, you know, they're not using guns to take out the the zombies it, it makes it a little bit more fun when they have to use like more physical weapons so like you know sean he had his uh yeah what the fuck is that thing called uh is it rugby no cricket cricket club is it cricket his cricket mallet is it a cricket mallet, cricket mallet. i mm, is it cricket you know i'm not nearly british enough to know this shit i'm not british at all yeah i watch a shit ton of doctor who don't know the answer to this all right. Well, everyone else knows the weapon. It's like a big paddle thing that they yeah. play. On. But, you know, like Spanky him running around. daddy. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> oh, you are going off the edge, my friend. Uh, going off or off? Because fucking <laughs> woo. <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, man, that's another thing about this movie that makes it a lot of fun. Like you said, like they don't have guns or artillery. They're improvising with these makeshift weapons that they can use to beat the zombies. Like they're not shooting them, they're hitting them, which it, it makes it, a, it makes it more entertaining. Yeah. And, and a lot, yeah, just a lot more intense because, you know, they, they gotta be up. That's a very dangerous fucking place to be melee with a zombie. Cause they don't care about getting hit. If you don't knock out the fucking head right away, you're, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> The risk factor is through the fucking roof. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not even like they were using bladed fucking what they were. It was all improvised shit. Was it this one where he took um, like magazines around his arms so he could have them like bite his arm, but they weren't penetrating? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's fucking good shit. That's paper yeah. armor, but it works. Yeah. Oh, fucking it's a good movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed I watched it with a, a good friend of mine and, and we just the whole time fuck yeah yeah kick his ass man <laughs> we were both rooting for that guy that was punching him in the face you know, he is the best part man <laughs> I love that character so much oh but even when they um they improvision that they were doing like they put paper over the windows so that the zombies wouldn't see them <laughs> and try to break into their cart uh that that was so because they they saw the issue and they came up with a solution and that that was so good Uh, and uh did you see the the animated prequel i didn't i didn't know there was one yeah it's uh that one i think you can find on netflix because i'm pretty sure train to busan is on netflix and uh 
the animated prequel is called I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation of it. I, 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 I never knew how to say this. I think it's like Sowl Station or Seal Station. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's the animated prequel. I think it's like the day prior to the events that happen in Train of Busan. So like you see the zombie outbreak and everything take place in this uh, in the this one. Okay. I'll, I'll spell it for you if you want to check it out. It's uh, S E O U L. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to give that a go. That seems uh, especially if it's in that universe. Yeah. I'm yeah. also seeing that there's a peninsula, which is four years after. Yeah, that's the 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 trailer to that. I think dropped a few weeks ago. I want to say actually, I think it dropped right before the the pandemic. Uh, okay. Peninsula, yeah, Train of Busan, two or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it it's <clears throat> yeah released August twenty supposedly released August twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if that happens. And then there, I think they confirmed the American remake as well for Train of Busan. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, uh, I hope they don't fuck it up. Uh, I hope, uh, I hope they make it better. (laughs) Like, (laughs) if you, I, I have nothing against remakes, but it better be better than the original. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that because, uh, especially, I feel like most horror movies, uh, from Asia that get remaked into American, like right away, there's gonna be more guns. I guarantee it, and that's gonna like piss me. Like we just had this wonderful conversation about why not having easy access to weapon good weapons is fantastic for these types of movies yeah but yeah it, it's i don't know i'm worried i'll watch it yeah. for sure but i wonder is it gonna be like trained to washington that's what i was thinking <laughs> where would they do it like are they gonna do it like you know it's not good it's not going to be like trained to nyc or trained to penn station or what if it is trained to penn station I hope not, because it should be leaving Penn Station. It should be That's leaving what, Penn Station, or it should be leaving L.A. Yeah, it should be leaving a major city. Mm-hmm. And then it should go to, like... Because I think in, in Train to Busan, they were going out to the country. Yeah. For, like, a, a weekend getaway or week getaway or some bullshit like yeah. that. It should it should follow that same story. Like, yeah, where so they're... Like, they're leaving. They're, yeah, like they're going away from the city to the country and then like the different stations that they stop at are like other cities. So like if I w- I think this would work out better on the East Coast, man. So like if the train's going to I don't know, the train would have to go through like Newark or something like that, though. Can you imagine Philadelphia zombies? Uh, they would beat the shit out of other zombies. <laughs> the birds. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they they I I'm kind of pumped for it now because it it would be it would be cool if if they do it right. I hope they fucking do it right. God damn it. I'm so scared, though. (laughs) I'll go in with low expectations. (laughs) So what is what is your favorite away from movies? What's your favorite weapon to use? Uh, Have you ever thought of zombie apocalypse situations? Jeremy. Okay, I'm just. I just Come went, on, man. Whenever, personally, whenever I walk into a building, I'm like, "How can I defend this building against zombies?" 
doesn't matter what fucking building it is. Yeah. Every building. What happens if zombies? <laughs> I and what what's your what's your favorite uh what's your ideal zombie apocalypse weapon? All right, so ideal uh it would either be <clears throat> for close up fighting, it would either be a baseball bat okay. or or a shortened hockey stick. Um, probably lean more towards a baseball bat, though, just because it's a little bit uh, sturdier. And a far away weapon or, you know, long range weapon, I would go with a bow and arrow. Okay. Okay. Silent but deadly. Mm-hmm. Are you proficient with bow and arrow now? I'm pretty good with a bow and arrow. Okay. You know how to string and unstring them and stuff? I sure do. Good. Good. More than I do. I was just wondering. I'm not even trying to, like, bust your balls or anything. I was just... <laughs> I never heard you talk about it before. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he knows this shit. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of uh, of the bow and arrow, a.k.a. archery. I'm a huge yeah. fan of it. Um, nice. I would, I would, if I were you, I would replace your um, baseball bat with mm-hmm. a... And I want you to Google this. A bar mace. B-A-R-M-A-C. I know what a bar mace is. Yes, I know what a bar mace I, is. That's my ideal zombie killing. That's weapon. that's a good weapon. It sure fucking is. <laughs> it's just two pieces of metal welded together. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm killing shit. <laughs> because I'm it gonna... was originally made like to kill fucking knights. Oh, this guy's in heavy armor? <laughs> I'm going to make that armor go into his fucking bone. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite all-time fucking weapons. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal your uh, your close-range weapon. Uh, that's yeah. gonna be my answer from now on. <laughs> yeah. I, I want that, and I want a fucking shield, uh, a nice, nothing too big, probably twenty-inch round shield. Mm. I, I'll, I'm fine. I'm good. Golden, especially if they're walking zombies. It, once again, if they're running zombies, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what's your, um, like, ideal zombie apocalypse role? Like, how, how are you going to survive? And what, what do you do in that? Are you going to be a lone wolf? Um, no, I, I would not be a lone wolf because you're not going to make it on your own in that situation. You, you're best to, um, you're best to have a group this way because safety in numbers uh, mm-hmm. But not too big of a group, a group that is easy to relocate uh, because you cannot stay you cannot stay in one single location during uh, an event like this. You do have to be able to move on to different locations because th- nothing is permanent about where you're staying. Uh, it'll never be like that, whether it is like zombie hordes or other humans that are going to come in and fuck up your you know, living quarters. Uh, you do have to be ready to move on. Uh, so th- th- that was the you know somewhat longer answer of no, no I, I I would not be a, I would not be a lone wolf in the in the apocalypse. Okay, so who who's your uh, zombie apocalypse squad? Who's on it, buddy? Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Whoever I end oh, up with, okay. and if I can trust them or not. So what, what's what's going to be your role? Are you going to be like the scavenger, or are you going to be like the fighter? What 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 do you see yourself doing in a zombie apocalypse? Uh, definitely not a scavenger. I think that if I was a scavenger, I would get, I would get eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I would probably be, uh, like more on the defensive side, 
uh, putting up defenses, uh, definitely be a fighter. And um, yeah, yeah. Good. Same. Except I, I, I kind of disagree with that. I would build a town. You would build a town. Oh yeah, I have, I have enough idiot friends. <laughs> we would, we would be able to fortify a small, uh, at least like a small livable area, and then slowly reclaim and keep it protect it from from zombies and we would be pretty selective over who we let in and if you fuck up we'd just kill you damn okay you're one of them because our survival is is the survival of the human race is important the survival of individuals not so much but i can only trust myself to continue the human race i don't know how other people are going to do it so i gotta make sure i do everything i can to keep uh humanity as the victors and if you're going to slow us down or get in our way, I'm going to have to put you out of my fucking misery, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you out of my misery. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck you. But yeah, um, I, I've I've had uh, several planning uh, uh, meetings. I know where I'm going to go. I know how long, like mm, so many, so many ideas, so many plans have been made. Will any of them work? Probably not. <laughs> but they've been had. Um, it's, it's good to have plans. Yeah, like, you you know, they probably won't pan out the way you're expecting them to, but it's good to have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read the Zombie Survivor Guide. Yeah. So many fucking times. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is like a Bible. I've read it two and a half times. How do you read something? You know what? You do you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, did he read every other page? (laughs) No, I literally read half of it. Like, I started reading it again, and I I got halfway through. I was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. (laughs) Every now and then, I'll I'll pick it back up, and I'll read, like, the the history of zombies in that world. Like, where Romans would would fucking pull them into a a little corridor and just kill them one at a time. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll read that shit, but the actual survival part—I I think I've read three times. But yeah, yeah. the because uh, then they also, you know, they talk about like what is the good—I'll uh, say armor to wear, like what you should wear if you're going out amongst the zombies. Yeah, you know, they talk about the uh, you know is a wetsuit good? Is chainmail good? You know, and they have like you know pros and cons to each thing, like mm-hmm. the, the wetsuit, you know. If, uh, you know, human teeth can't bite through a wetsuit, but you also have to worry about getting overheated, especially yep. if, you know, so there's that to think about. Then you have chain mail, which, you know, teeth can't bite through it, but it's, you know, depending on the, the actual armor itself, you know, you're not gonna be able to run in it either. No. And, um, chain mail does degrade. So like, if you have things clawing at you, they yeah. will actually pull the chains apart Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna take a little bit. It's not like your first fucking zombie is gonna rip your chain shirt in half. Yeah, but it, it can happen. Um, <clears throat> so you have to watch out for that. And it it's heavy. Yeah, if it's you heavy. have steel, it's heavy. It's heavy and it's noisy too. That's gonna attract the zombies. Yeah, it's good for like they're coming anyway. Let's throw on the armor. Yeah. Um, and and making like a last stand esque thing, but for the most part, I think your basic just clothing is the best armor. Stay mobile, 
uh, mm-hmm. and you stay victorious against the zombies. That or get up high. Yeah. And just snipe them out forever. Or as long as you have bullets. One of the two. Yeah. You got any, anything else? Any, any any other zombie questions or concerns or comments? No, man. I mean... Can I know. eat your butthole? What? <laughs> I don't know what, what came over me. I just felt like I had to ask that question. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I know the answer is yes. <laughs> so your girlfriend doesn't listen to, the, to, to your podcast stuff? No, no, no. <laughs> And honestly, though, she's seen me with friends. Like, (laughs) she knows what you're about. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's part of the the allure. Like, she knows I could have anyone, but I choose. Like, I'm with her. I can I can flirt and I can be funny and 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 whatnot with with everyone on the planet. But in the end, I I you know sleep with her and cuddle with her and hold her nice and close. I miss her because we haven't seen each other since the fucking lockdown. Ah, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, I, I, I can't say. I hope you guys get to see each other soon because who knows when this shit will be over. But you know, we're hoping end of May. Yeah, fingers crossed on that, man. I hope it's end of May too. But yeah, uh, anything else for the actual episode that you want to talk about? Because <laughs> <laughs> all right. Right, I'm uh, dying. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm ready to wrap this up. I don't know about you, but I'm wrap ready to it up wrap like this a burrito. Uh, I did have two more zombie movies I just wanted to throw out there that are definitely worth the watch. Um, okay. Not going to go in deep on them. There's a movie called Dance of the Dead. Never saw it. It takes place in a high school with a bunch of high school kids. Uh, I would say check it out, man. I think you can find that one on Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, and then this last one is probably this one I. I think is the most clever way to do a zombie movie. It's called contracted. And it's just about this girl that it's about a girl. I'm not going to say anything else, but it's, it's definitely worth the watch. I, it might be on Netflix. Uh, it was on there for a while. I don't know if it is, but uh contracted is another good movie. I would recommend checking out. Did you um, see the boy scout one? <clears throat> uh, little monsters. No. I mean, that's fantastic, but no, it, it came out a few years ago. It was like uh, Boy Scouts versus zombies or some shit. Let me let me Google it. Uh, the yeah, the Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I like that one. A lot of really fun improvised weapons in that, which yeah. I, I appreciate. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one's a good one. But yeah, man, other than that, I've got nothing else to say about zombie stuff. We, I mean, we probably could say more, but we've already been on here for some time talking about it. And I'm, uh, I need to make dinner. <laughs> and I need to go to sleep because I've been up since yesterday. Oh, shit. I oh, work early morning shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, go to sleep, man. No, I love you, though. <laughs> oh, man, we didn't talk about The Walking Dead. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, they suck. <laughs> Fuck that drama shit. Read the goddamn graphic novels. Don't watch the goddamn show. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed I did enjoy the series to a certain extent, and then I stopped watching it, but... I like I like some parts like the thing is, and this is this is just why is there so much drama? 
Yeah. And then, like, people die, but they don't really die. Yeah. And I yeah. read the graphic novels before the show came out. Same. And and then I was just like, wait, why is he still alive? Because in the book, or in the novels, he's... That that was before... That was when, like, I needed the book and the, the show or movie to be the same. Yeah. Now, thanks to Game of Thrones ruining that for me, I'm a lot better at dealing with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, and I'm like, each one's a different media and they're telling different stories. But before Game of Thrones, everything had to be the fucking same or it was a piece of shit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. With me, I I I was a little thrown off when The Walking Dead started because, you know, you had Daryl. He wasn't in the books. He had a couple characters that weren't in the books and they switched up the characters a little bit of who was playing what role at this point. And. Like it didn't bother me so much because it was changing it up. I didn't want it to be the book because I knew what happened in the book, but I appreciated the fact that it still followed the outline overall of the book. Like when you first are introduced to Michonne, like mm-hmm. I think it was at the end of the one season, and mm-hmm. like it's just her silhouette holding the sword, and I'm like, oh shit, it's Michonne. Or like you know at the end also like the camera pans up and like they're like sitting around the fire and. And Rick gives the speech, we are the walking dead. And like the camera goes up and then you see like the prison in the background. And I'm like, oh, they're going to the prison next season. You know, little things like that. I appreciated where, you know, if you did read the books and you saw those things, you were like, "Ooh, (laughs) I'm pointing north now. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the first episode, like I watched that and I think because it followed it, the, the graphic novel so well. Yeah, I I was like, fuck, yes, they're doing it. And then they did like every other episode was was I don't want to say far off, but like it went downhill, at least for my and because because of the state of like I needed it to be right at that time. Like, I just I can't get into it because I just have a hatred for it now. Whether it be good or not. I stopped watching it because of the tiger. The tiger? What happened to her? You know what? Don't even tell me. I'm just going to get pissed. Yeah, Ugh. I won't. I, I won't say it for spoiler reasons, but yeah, I stopped watching it for that. And then, uh, yeah, I haven't gone back. I heard it's getting better. I'm not going to go back to it, though. I'm done. I'm done with it. I think you have to make a line in the sand. And once that line's crossed, fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure, I could draw another line, but how many lines do I have to draw? Yeah, yeah, because when you keep drawing lines, you get season eight of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's been a year and I still cry. Oh, oh, bottle up those tears, Jeremy. (laughs) I'll send them to you. Don't worry. I know the procedures. Good, good. (laughs) I know it's what nourishes you. I need to stay looking young, Jeremy. Your tears keep me young. (laughs) Yeah, they they are described as the the tears of youth. They they're just so they give beauty and youth to everyone that drinks them. Unfortunately, you're drinking tears, so that's kind of fucking disgusting. But you know, whatever whatever floats your boat. My boat is floated. Nice. But yeah, uh, let's uh, wrap this shit up. All right, man. Well, with that being said, that is our 
lists of some of our favorite zombie movies and stuff that we like and whatever. And that little rant about tiny little rants about walking dead there. Uh, <laughs> buddy, go ahead and uh, go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Oh yeah. Uh I'm, I'm, if you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, um, I am the host of the podcast podcast Mission Spooky, where we talk about uh, spooky stuff like it's our mission because it is. Uh, we recently did, had an interview with a friend of mine named Cord who has had uh, many shadow uh, people experiences, and he he kind of talks about those. Um, and one day maybe we'll have Rob do do a little interview on there too, talk about his paranormal shit. <laughs> but yeah, we you know we talk about the history of paranormal stuff in PA and places that will soon be Pennsylvania. Right on, man. Right on. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to coming on your uh, on your podcast. You better be. I am. I'm, I'm counting down the days, waiting for the waiting to get the green light, and I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Ready to talk okay. about some spooky shit. Nice. All right, man. Thank you, as always, for coming on, man. I always have, uh, you know, it's never a dull time talking to you, man. I always enjoy it. Yeah. I always enjoy talking to you, too. Although I'd much prefer cuddling you. <laughs> as right. I play with my nipples. Oh, shit. Fuck this quarantine. I'm headed to you right now, Jeremy. Nice. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. Tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review on the new mutants. Later. All right.